Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited to be back with you again today. And today I'm going to do something very different. I am bringing to you a guest, Sean Adams, who I have not even had the pleasure of talking to yet. So I don't know his story yet. But I saw him on a Facebook and absolutely love his charm and his personality and i just know that he has a story so i'm going to bring sean adams to you guys right now hello yo what up what up what up, what up, what up? how y'all doing greetings from beautiful san diego look at this thing it's like zoomed in on me <laughs> i knew you had to be california Oh, yeah. You know, we out here and oh, you can't even see it really. But San Diego, California. Uh, hey, yes. Yes, yes, yes. San Diego, California. So you are a coach. Yes. Coach consultant. <laughs> coach consultant. So usually uh, this show is for our military, our veterans and our first responders. And what we usually talk about is basically trauma stories. We talk about the struggles that people have had and how they've overcome them and what they've turned their lives into. And your Facebook, when I, I saw your uh, military to millionaire CEO post, and that's what caught my attention because there was just so much personality and attitude there. I want to know the story that goes behind that. Sheesh. Um, I think that me like most entrepreneurs who come from the military, we love to serve our country. And, you know, we just want to feel like we're actually making a difference in the world. And the military was great, but I just kind of felt like I was stuck and I wanted my life to be a lot, a lot more. Um, and it really, really hit home uh, for me. There's a couple of things that actually happened. It really hit home for me. Um, I, I actually kind of got in trouble, not really in trouble, some some work related issues uh, in the military. And, and I, I didn't get like punished. I didn't get like an NJP, like a non-judicial punishment, but I got like a write up and, it, and they made me really like aware, like, hmm, like what if, what if they just took that paycheck away from me? Like, what would I do with my life? Like, I'm, I'm dependent upon this thing. And I didn't I didn't like it. I did not like that feeling. I was like, wow. So I started reading a lot of books, a lot of Robert Kiyosaki. Um, and it was right around COVID what happened. Um, I actually got set up. I was active duty military. I got set up by a friend, a lady friend of mine. Uh, and I got robbed at gunpoint. And I, 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 um, I, I had to leave. I had to leave, you know, my house. I had to leave because I wasn't safe there. I mean, I had just got robbed at gunpoint. I was paycheck to paycheck at the time in the military. They don't they don't pay us that much, right? I'm, I'm thankful it had great benefits, but they don't pay us that much, right? Uh, not enough to just go buy a new apartment that day in San Diego. So I had to sleep in my car for like two weeks. But that was like a really, really big wake-up call for me. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to get like my, my stuff together. I'm going to get it together. And that was really like my driving force. And I feel like in entrepreneurship, people either run – to pleasure or they run from pain. And I had feel like I trip experienced a lot of pain, a lot of adversity. Um, and when I got my chance in entrepreneurship and I had no cap and like, I just got rewarded for like my performance and value to the marketplace. It was just like so addicting. And I just ran with it. 
So there was one of the things that happens when people leave the military that you are touching on is there is almost an immediate lack of purpose. There's almost a sense of, I don't fit anywhere. I don't belong anywhere. So it's really fun the way that you approach that, that there was just nothing else to do than to go up or to go down. Right. Yeah. So you stay in your car or. <laughs> yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I, the funny thing was I was active duty military at that time. I was like showering in the gym. Nobody knew I was like sleeping in my car for like two weeks straight. Uh, luckily, I had a great uh, lady that I was dating at the time. She found out I was homeless, took me in, uh, and, and that was kind of that. And then literally, I, I want to say I, I stayed with her for like four or five months. And six months later, I, I, not six months later, but like four or five months later, I just moved out on my own and my it just took off. <laughs> so what did you do? Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's so funny. It actually happened right around COVID. It was insane. Um, COVID happened and and I was about to start a business. I was going to start like a little traditional business, go like 90000 in a debt. But then everything shut down. Everything. I was just like, well, there goes that. What can I do? I still want to, you know, not depend on the military. And I discovered something called high ticket closing. I uh, bought a, a course, just a little $5,000 course on it. Uh, found some mentors. I got really good at it. Start working at this digital marketing agency. Um, and when I started like, you know, working with them, they were at 200,000 a month. They were already making 200,000 a month. And then by the time I left there, they were doing 1.7 million a month. So all of a digital product with like no money spent on ads. So I learned how to create high ticket offers. I learned how to like get really good at communication and closing. I learned how to get really good at like consulting. I got the inside look at what like an eight figure company, you know, what it takes to kind of run like that. So I took all those valuable skills and then I left there because I felt like like when I got that opportunity within like two months, I was making like $20,000 a month. And then I left there because I felt like they cared more about the money than like helping people. I never really cared about the money. I always cared about helping people. Right. And I, once I felt like I wasn't doing that, I was just like, yo, I can't do this. Uh, and I, I got into consulting and started like my own thing. So what is your own thing? <laughs> yeah. So from there, I went to like working with other business owners. And then I got tired of that because I was like, hey, I don't want to like make rich people richer. Like I was working with some really big like eight figure entrepreneurs. It's like, I don't really want to make rich people richer. So I started working with like everyday people uh, and then, you know, tried, had some stumbles and some failures. And, and I realized I pretty much feel like I reverse engineered success. There's like five steps that people need to succeed. Uh, and I pretty much walked them through that journey that it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. Skill up, start up, scale up, sell up, ultimate entrepreneur. First thing they got to do, actually get a skill, right? People want to start a business, but if you don't have the skills to make your business go right, if you can't sell, if you can't communicate, if you can't, you don't have leadership, if you don't, you know, know how to do ads, build teams, different things like that, it, it's just going to fail. So the first thing you got to do is get a skill that will pay you like 20 to 30,000 a month. The next thing you want to do is leverage those skills into a startup business. So allow you to make about a hundred thousand a month. And then the, the third thing is you want to like scale up. You want to put systems and infrastructure in place to scale you to like seven figures or even eight figures. So I really teach people the first three. So I always think it's really funny. I'm on a whole bunch of coaching and entrepreneur websites. And I notice all the time I see people post and they say, I want a business, but I have absolutely no idea what I want to do. 
and they're asking people to give them advice on what they should do for a business. And I always think exactly like you said, if you don't know what you're good at, yeah. you have no business having a business. No. No. <laughs> Not at all. People don't understand. That is a great point. Uh, it's Krista, correct? KP. Yes. KP feet. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, I, I agree with you a hundred thousand percent. Like most people, most people don't, don't want to have a business. They just want to make more money and they think a business is their way out. But there's so many different hats that you have to wear in a business that it's, it's ridiculous. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and most people should like focus on getting one great skill because one great skill will allow you to make easily 20 to 30,000 a month. If you can market, if you can communicate, if you can sell, whatever it may be, super easy. Just get really good at that one thing. So what is your advice to someone who is maybe just leaving the service or just leaving uh, a career in first responder? What kind of things are good ways to start learning a new skill? If they want to be an entrepreneur? Yep. Um, so it, it depends on like their goals. The only thing I can say is there's two things that take you from point A to point B. You know what they are, Krista? Passion and purpose. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. You definitely need passion. You definitely need purpose. But the two things that literally take you from where you are right now to where you want to be are vision and action. First, you got to create a vision for what you actually want your life to look like. Do you want to work from home? How much do you want to work? Like, do you like what does your life look like? What kind of car do you want to drive? Where do you want to live? How much time do you want to spend with your family? Do you want you have to have a vision that is so strong and then you just take it with take action that's aligned and congruent with your vision. Right. A lot of people be like, oh, I want a good family. Or I want to have a successful relationship. But then they do things, they take action that's not aligned and congruent. Like if you want a great relationship, like why would you cheat on like your spouse? It doesn't make sense, right? If you want to be successful as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, you should probably find a mentor. You should probably go re work really, really, really hard at it. So if you create a super, super, super strong vision and then follow it up with action that's aligned and congruent with that vision, you will succeed every single time. I love that. We often hear the i want financial and locational freedom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what does that mean it means something different for everybody so, yeah so i love the way you make that more specific mm -hmm. so yeah. your experience in the military was not something that worked for you it, it um, wasn't the right fit for you i will say this your work works on you more than you work on it. Um, and meaning nobody, I mean, nobody is a victim of their reputation. And I would be the first to admit I could have been a better sailor. I never, you know, got in trouble. I never like did drugs. I didn't get no DUIs. And not that I'm judging anybody that has done those. I just personally wasn't doing those things, right? I, I, I wasn't out here getting in trouble like that. So I think I could have just been a better sailor. And I'm the first to like admit that, like I could have scored perfect on my exams you know i could have got even better test scores like so th there's things that i definitely could have done better i will say this it just taught me that i never want somebody else to be able to place a limit on my value of what i can make 
That's one thing I learned. The military is great, but I think what people don't realize is like at the end of the day, whether you do four years or 20 years, it's a stepping stone. Like even if you do 20 years, you still have to get out and probably get a job right? or probably start a new career. And I just feel like not necessarily the faster you get out, but for me, I was like, the faster I get out, the, the quicker I get to go into like the next thing. Cause it's a stepping stone no matter what. It wasn't, it wasn't creating your dream career. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. many people go into technology. It's yeah. really, it's really interesting that you found sales right away to yeah. be, to be a really good fit. It's yeah. Kind of rare. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, I, I'm a people person and I don't even call it sales because like, I feel like sales is pushing things on people that they don't want. There's, there's like niches, like where it's like closing and you just kind of like are talking to people who like really want that like desire. Right. Um, and closing is a lot different than like sales, but I, I consider it like really just high level communication. Right. If you can communicate at a high level, you probably make a lot of money and you probably have really meaningful and deep relationships. Right. Communication is the biggest thing. And I, and I think this is why you see like a lot of marriages. I'm not married, but I know I'm going to have an amazing, amazing, amazing wife. Um, and I think communication is super, super, super big. I mean, I think communication is like the number one reason why like couples and stuff kind of like break up. Like, how can two people who love each other and they're like faithful to each other? Like, how, how can they break up? Like, how? Hey, <laughs> you know, if you don't believe me, let me give you an example and, and, and let me know. Right. If, I, if I'm if I'm overstepping, but let, I'm gonna give you one example. Say we're married. Right. Say we're married. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to the store. I, uh, hey, babe. Or my wife's here. I'm like, hey. I'm about to go to the store. Um, I, I'll see you when I get back. She's like, I'm I'm at the door. And the door's about to slam. She's like, grab some milk on your way out. Right? Grab some milk. I I don't I don't hear her. I don't acknowledge her. Okay. But she said it. And I come back. And there's no milk. She's like, Where's the milk? I told you grab the milk. And I'm thinking in my head, what the hell? This crazy lady didn't tell me nothing about no milk. And now she's feeling unheard, unloved, like, oh, I could never listen. Right. But it's like she said it. I didn't hear it. We're both right. But who's right? Right. And I think that's just a miscommunication. And that happens so much in like relationships and friendships. It's just miscommunication. She said something. I didn't hear it. I didn't acknowledge it. But she said it. And now she feels unheard. She feels like unloved when that's just like not the case. And I think that happens so much in life. And if people truly understood how to communicate, like if you can master communication, it will literally, it will literally improve the quality of your life so much. And that's just one small example. And I, I guarantee you that happens like every day. Yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's a perfect example of how it's the communicator's responsibility to make sure that the communication was received appropriately. Oh my gosh. Come on, talk to me. Yes, there you go. The ownership. Make sure the mess. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. 100%. And that comes from someone who has a perfect relationship that everybody goes, how do you guys get along so well all the time? It's exactly what we say. We make sure the other person heard and understood what we yep. said and what we needed. Yep, for sure. That is, that's hilarious. <laughs> So you have you have a lot of leadership skills. Do you consider yourself a leader? Oh yeah. 
do you think that that some of that started in the military or have you always been like that it's so funny because like i can't i cannot make this up i literally um when i joined the military the very first thing the main thing i wanted to do was was develop my leadership skills. That was like the number one skill I wanted to develop. Like when when you go to boot camp, they make you write down what you want to get out of boot camp, what you hope to be. And I was like, dude, I want I, I want to become the greatest leader that I possibly can. Um, and I think it's something that I'm still learning. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I think I finally define what leadership is. And, and um, what do you think it is? I'm curious. What do you think leadership is? I'm a big advocate of uh, servant leadership. So I think leadership is supporting your team in a way that your weakest link is able to keep up with your strongest. Mm. That's awesome. So what, what would you say leadership is if you had to define it? Support. Okay. Probably, you're, you're getting that like super, just a couple words. Uh, yeah. Leadership is being willing to do whatever it takes to fill in the gaps of your mm. team. Okay. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I agree to do all of that. Um, I think for me, if I had to sum it up in one word, I would say uh, leadership is influence. The ability to influence somebody to do something like positive, the ability to influence somebody to do something that they otherwise wouldn't be able to do on their own. And <laughs> It sounds so simple, but I think if you can master that, like it's the most valuable leadership and communication are probably the most valuable skills that you can develop in like life, period. Definitely, definitely agree. So I want to give you an opportunity to um, to tell everybody what do you have going on right now? Is there any way that do you have any programs right now that would help our audience? Do you have any words of advice for our audience? Yeah, for sure. Um, who, who, what, what type of audience do we have? Is this people transitioning from military to entrepreneur? Our folks are primarily military veterans or first responders, and oftentimes those struggling with PTSD. Okay. Yeah. So for, I, I got something for that. Um, one of my clients actually is a military um He's a military vet, um, actually has, you know, he struggles with PTSD as well. Uh, and, and he's a coach. Uh, one thing I will say is like action alleviates anxiety, right? And you'll never rise to the strength of your goals. You only fall to the weakness of your system. So make sure you have a, whatever you're doing, you have a personal development routine that builds discipline. You have to habitually reconstruct your mind to choose purpose over pleasure. Okay. So that's the number one thing choose purpose over pleasure because anything great building a business having a family whatever it may be like leaving a legacy financial freedom it all is literally about a purpose and sometimes you have to sacrifice some pleasure so that's the number one thing number two you guys are so much more powerful than you you realize like i was an eight year e4 and i never got njp'd i never got busted down i was an eight year e4 that by all standards is a military failure I'm actually literally tonight, like actually tonight or tomorrow, my Forbes first article in Forbes will be dropping. I did 2.2 my first year, 2.2 million my first year as an entrepreneur, my first year, right? Which is pretty like, it's decent, right? But like for your first year is like uh, amazing. 
Uh, so the number one thing I would say is get a mentor. Um, it's not that you can't do it on your own, but it's just like you will make a lot of mistakes and like learning from somebody else um, will prevent that. Prevent that and like speed up the process. Uh, and the truth is, if you if you have discipline, I know I'm kind of rambling, but if you have discipline right through your personal development routine, you're only limited by your vision. That's the truth. If you have discipline, you're only limited by your vision. OK, so it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Doesn't matter what your friends say. Doesn't matter what your family says. Doesn't matter what your significant other says if they don't like support you, to be honest. You are only limited by your vision. You can literally do anything. A million dollars a year is only $2,739 a day. That is it. Very, very easy to do. So you guys already have the intangibles. You guys have already shown the commitment and the willingness to like sacrifice. Now it's just all about like harnessing that and like giving yourself to the world. And for anybody struggling on what they want to do, this is like my advice to you, right? Create the man, create the woman you admire. Right. Create who you admire mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, and then give that person away to the world. So whatever your pain is, whatever your trauma is, overcome it. If it's weight, get in shape and then teach others to do the same. If you grew up poor, okay, figure out a way to make more money and then teach other people to do the same. True wealth to me is not about money. It's about people. And when you positively impact people, money will just come. So create the man or the woman that you admire and then you give them away to the world. And if you do that, you will find your purpose. You will find your passion. And I guarantee you, if you just stick with it long enough, you make a lot of money. I love that. Stick with it long enough. Some of us are much slower than others. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely, I, I spent a lot of time with a bunch of entrepreneurs and many of us are on, I work, I focus on my nonprofit. So my entire concept is do the work and the money will come later. Yeah. So I wasn't worried about the money. So I'm creating this empire without focusing on, you know, high ticket and all of that kind of stuff. But as you say, you can see the framework develop that as time goes by, as long as you just keep going, the money does come. Oh yeah. And a lot of my folks are, you know, in year two, in year three, and they're struggling and they're frustrated, but that's the point where they get up and that's that 97%. That's that 97% of entrepreneurs fail because they give up right before they were going to succeed. Right before. It's the craziest thing. It is. It's the craziest thing. And it's something that we all struggle with. It's something that we all go through with. Uh, even I still go through it to this day because your problems just get bigger. Like I, I'll be completely honest with you. Your problems just get bigger. Um, but you, you, it's all about having that. Um, and if you want to speed up your timeline, like I, I'm telling you mentorship, like my last year I spent over $300,000 in mentorship and in, in coaching this year, I'm probably going to spend about a million, which is why this year I'm probably going to make about 30 to $40 million. Right. Because it's for me, I, I say this is all about universal laws. Like I tap into you. This is how I operate. I tap into universal laws. Like it's it's not a, a, a maybe. Like if you are disciplined and you create the man or woman you admire and give them away to the world, you will have money. It's just all about being actually like. Disciplined, like if you want high paying clients, you have to be a high paying client. Like it's just ethics. The, the thing is this. 
people want everybody else to invest in their business. People want everybody else to invest in them. But it's like you don't invest in you. It's like the kid, it's like the parents that like smoke cigarettes and tell their kids not to smoke. Like it's just never, it's never gonna work, right? If you don't listen to you, other people aren't listening to you. If you don't invest in you, other people aren't gonna invest in you. <laughs> That's the number one thing that I can say. If you want to speed it up, because you guys can all figure it out, it may just take you a very long time. <laughs> I like the way you said that, a very long time. <laughs> so Perfect opportunity, shout out to Unleash You and my family over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and you guys all know, I think the same thing about therapists and therapy and any kind of healing coaches. Don't you dare be doing that work without having mentors and having people that you can go to because it's dangerous and it's irresponsible and you're not doing your clients justice. So. Oh my God. Yes. If your coach, if you're trying to hire a coach and they don't have a coach, run. Run. <laughs> like I'm, I'm so serious. Like if your coach doesn't have a coach, run. Like right away. Even Tony Robbins has coaches. Okay. Like so Grant Cardone has coaches. Alex Hermosi has coaches. Like even any billionaire on the planet has coaches. Bill Gates had a coach. Steve Jobs had a coach. Elon Musk has mentors and people that he like listens to and talks to. Right. So if your coach doesn't have a coach, you like you got you got to run because like we're we're an interdependent society, right? And this is what people fail to realize. This is this is what people. This is why I say everything I say is is universal loss. There's three levels of of dependency. Dependency where you're dependent on somebody else, right? Like when you're a kid. For food, water, oh, you gotta depend on your parents. Then a second, independence. You can take care of yourself, right? And then this is where most people get stuck. And then there's a third, which is interdependence. We can achieve more together than we ever can apart. For instance, if somebody's trying to learn, you speak Russian, Krista? <laughs> no. Yeah. See, try to learn Russian without getting a teacher, reading a book, or or watching a YouTube video, or or listening to some type of audio. All which come from somebody else. No matter how much you sit there and be like, man, I'm going to learn Russian. You're never going to learn it on your own. No matter how much focus you have, no matter how much discipline, no matter what, because it's a language you don't speak. And it's the same thing with success. They just feel like one day they're going to figure it out and they won't. That's just the truth. They just won't figure it out because it's a language they don't speak. You have to learn it from somebody else. Like it's the only way. And the language of success is a very challenging one for people who have struggled with massive life traumas. Mm -hmm. so, because that reaching out and that connecting with others is the weak spot. So mm. got to oh, yeah. those wounds. Yeah. Interactions lead to transactions. You got to be, you can't be afraid to, to reach out. Um, and, and I get, I think that's one thing that really helped me. I always been um, a very sociable guy. Right. And maybe it just derives from like some deep sense of insecurity because like my mom's like a prostitute and a heroin addict and I got 16 brothers and sisters and we all have different dads. And maybe I'm just doing that to like overcompensate. Who knows? But I just always have been a super, super, super energetic, talkative guy. Um, and the thing I want to say is if that's not your personality, just realize like it's all about the story you tell yourself. You can be whatever you want to be. I mean, like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I'm the baby of 16 brothers and sisters and the son of a heroin addict and like, a prostitute. 
I'm supposed to be like dead or in jail or like both. So, and I'm the baby, by the way. So it's just like, and I have brothers that are dead. I have brothers that are in jail. So it's just like, you can be whatever you want to be. Nothing writes your narrative. Like you write your narrative. So even if that's your weakness, make it your strength. Like that's what I'm all about. Everybody stand on their strength. This is what I do well. But you got to build habits on the other side of your weakness and make it a strength, right? So if you're shy in the gym, just speak when you're doing that workout, just speak to one random stranger. Just say hi. If you're at the grocery store, just say hi to one random stranger every time. And I guarantee you, you'll be building that habit and you'll get more and more comfortable with speaking to people. And then it'll become like second nature. So if you have a weakness, just build habits on the other side of it and make it a strength. Perfect. Beautiful. So how can people reach out to you? Oh, Instagram. Instagram would be um, awesome. Pretty much, I'm like a newer entrepreneur. Like I have websites, but I don't use them. I pretty much run everything through like my Instagram. Um, Because I like to really talk to people, right? So when people message me, I personally talk to them. Like I charge pretty high ticket because I get really good results. And the beauty, beautiful part is I like try to weed people out. So um, I like talk to everyone, right? Um, Even if they don't want anything from me, I like to talk to people directly. And you can't really do that on the website, but you can on Instagram. Um, So with that being said, it's at um, fashion underscore N D, like and and without the A, um, underscore fit. So fashion and fit, you'll find me. I did notice on your Facebook, you have tons of gym pictures. Yeah. Is that just a hobby? Yeah. Well, I, I have to do it to keep to keep the uh, and I need to like go back to like two days, to be honest. Um, but I have to. It's a part of my development routine. I, I do some fitness training as well. Fitness coaching. Uh, I actually own 50 percent of a, of a well, minority owner of a fitness business. Um, it is one of the, like the side businesses that I have. But um, I think everybody should be like leveling up. Like I think everybody should be constantly improving mentally, physically, spiritually and financially every single day. Like every day. So one of my mentors has a checklist and mm-hmm. that she says, never use the actual checklist of your daily things, all the things you need to do, but have yeah. your daily checklist of those five categories, all those things, and just make sure that you're hitting something in each one every single day. So, yep. you know, that self-care and whatever you're doing for your, to feed your intellect and whatever you're doing to feed yourself spiritually and, Everybody has their own definitions of what those categories equate out to, but literally that the only thing that you should focus on is achieving something in each of those categories every day and you'll get where you're going. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, hundred percent. You just got to do it. And, and another thing is, I, w- I will say this, this is why I say vision is so strong. And this might be, if it, is, is anybody live right now watching or is it just me and you? Uh, we got a couple. We can't was, see who's on Facebook, and and we can only see, <laughs> see one of our feeds. Anybody that's watching this in, in YouTube, I will say this. This is one of the realest things you guys will ever hear. The reason why it's so important to have vision is because it's, I always say, talent hits a target that nobody else can hit. But genius hits a target that nobody else can see. I'm going to say that again. Talent hits a target that nobody else can hit. 
but genius hits a target that nobody else can see. When you create a vision for your life, you create a target that nobody else can see except you. When people gonna call you crazy and they're gonna do this, but guess what? It allows you to unlock your inner genius. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent way to call it a night. So thank you so much for coming here and being with us and for sharing your wisdom and your amazing personality. And hopefully we'll talk again sometime soon. And hopefully some of our folks will reach out to you and connect and see what kind of magic can happen. Yeah, for sure. And you guys can follow me at fashion and fit message me i will message you back even if you want to chit chat fitness advice whatever i'm here to provide as much value as i can krista do you personally have any questions for me i i do not but i think we will talk again <laughs> no, I, I, we will uh with that being said thank you so much it was truly an honor to be on here it is so i'm just honored that you even thought enough for me to like bring me onto the show honestly you just have such a spark. I, I just knew that you would be fun to have on. So, and I'm really glad that I did. I think you've given some, some actual excellent food for thought and some words of inspiration. Yeah. And that's always the most important. Come so on. If we can motivate one life, just change one moment. Yeah. It's perfect. Yep. So, thank you so much. And I will see you later. I will see you later. Peace. Peace. All right, you guys, that was Sean Adams, and he is just so amazing and so full of amazing, awesome, inspirational words. And I hope that you take some of that message and that it moves you forward, whether in your business or your personal life or your relationship. All of that was so well integrated there. So, but I also wanted to, before I let you guys all go, I want to let you know that the Choose Your Own Adventure Camp Battle to Bees first annual Choose Your Own Adventure Camp is open for registrations. So what we are doing is this October 7th through the 9th, we are offering 16 spots in a ranch style Texas adventure camp. So there are going to be all kinds of things going on that you can participate in. And we say choose your own adventure because you actually get to decide what you want to do during your free time, whether that is horseback riding, uh, running around the 40 acres with golf carts, uh, hiking, fishing, playing in the lake. There's canoes, there's kayaks, there's a fire pit. There's an entire and mini farm of rescued exotic animals that you can play with. So literally an amazing adventure. And on top of that, we're going to have 10 hours of amazing speakers and workshops in connection, communication, and relationships. So for those of you guys out there, men and women alike, who are struggling with post-traumatic stress, or are just having some difficulties connecting with your partner, this is a really great weekend to either come together or to come alone to kind of analyze a little bit, look deeply into, and learn some new skills to just 
take those relationships to the next level and to reconnect not only with other people in our lives, but to connect with ourselves as well. And I know that that is so often a struggle, especially for those of us that have identified with a career that we no longer have. So that camp is available for October 7th through 9th. Again, we only have 16 spots. And this year, the camp is only going to be $1,000 per person. So do let me know right away if you do want to come to that. Also, there is the possibility that we will have uh, some scholarships available if you have financial need. So if you want to come but you're afraid that you can't afford that $1,000, please let us know. We'll, we'll figure out something for you. And if you are out there listening and you want to support a first responder or military person in, in financial need, you can also sponsor someone. So those options are completely available to you. And I'm going to show you our little flyer that goes with that, even though if you're looking on your phone, you might not be able to read it. But if you're looking on a computer, you should be able to. Also, it's available on our Facebook sites. So here is that sneak peek. have any questions just message me and if you would like your spot it's available at battletobe.org and those who sign up first have first choice of their accommodations and we have six different accommodations there so sign up early get your first pick um, come as couples come as singles it doesn't matter this is going to be an excellent opportunity for everyone so again, this is Krista Phoenix B with Battle to Be signing out. <laughs>